Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parashat Korah, which runs from Numbers chapter 16 verse 1 to chapter 18 verse 32. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. Perhaps it was the person at the top of your class at school. Maybe it was the guy who got the promotion at work that you'd worked so hard to get. It could even be your boyfriend when he goes to a party that you didn't get invited to. Whoever it is in your life, it's safe to say we've all been jealous of someone at some point or another. The green-eyed monster has reared its ugly head as we've seen other people get something that we believe we've deserved. A simple internet search on the subject brings up thousands of cases of people who have become so jealous that they've even killed others. Jealous love triangles are the staple of soap operas, murder mystery books, and trashy Hollywood magazines. Being jealous, it would seem, is part of the human condition. A particularly extreme case of jealousy is the subject of this week's Torah portion. Our people are at a distinct low. Thousands have been killed by the enemy because they didn't listen to God or Moses, and the survivors have been promised that they'll die in the desert because of their rebellion. We're hoping for some good news this week as we turn the pages of Bamidbar to Parashat Korach. Unfortunately, it's more of the same, and the clue is in the name. Korach, or Korah in English, is a member of the tribe of Levi. The Levites, if you'll remember, have the special privilege of taking care of the Mishkan, the tabernacle. They were to assist their relatives, the Kohanim, the priests, in their duty. However, this week, Korah gets an extreme case of envy and wants more. He leads a mutiny against Moshe and Aaron and insists that he too should have the privileges and leadership position that they have. He gathers the entire people in support of his plan and we're set for a showdown as Moses gets angry. This could be quite a boxing match, but that's where the referee intervenes. God tells Moses and Aaron that there's no need for the fight and that he will wipe out the entire congregation once and for all. Good riddance, right? These guys haven't done anything right since they set out from Egypt. But yet again, three times in case you're counting, Moses steps in and asks God to be merciful. Thankfully, God agrees and gives the people a second chance. Those who want to follow him should get away from Korah and his followers. But what happens next is literally hard to swallow. The ground opens up around Korah and his party and they all fall alive into the earth. Yes, that's right, the ground literally swallows this dissenter and his comrades and Moses and the others stand there amazed. That's incredible. And yet, the very next day, the people again turn on Moses and Aaron and accuse them of killing Korah and the others. What insanity! This time, God sends a fire and Moses and Aaron again have to intervene to rescue the people. Thousands die and God's promise of that generation dying in the wilderness continues to be fulfilled. Reading these pages, we can't help but be shocked by the goings-on. How could our people be so wrong? How could God destroy so many of them? How could Moses and Aaron continue to want to rescue the people? The root of the problem this week is clearly jealousy. Korah wanted something that he couldn't have, but that he felt entitled to. Have you ever felt that way? If we let those feelings fester, they can give way to an explosive anger, 
that like a fire can ravage and destroy not only the target of the jealousy, but also ourselves. Korah and his jealous friends ultimately surrendered their lives because of their jealousy. And yet it's fascinating that we read later on in the Tanakh that God is a jealous God. But as is usual with attributes pertaining to God, he is jealous in a good way. Often we are jealous or envious for things that we don't really deserve, like Korah. But God is always jealous of things that he does deserve. In other words, God wants what rightly belongs to him, while we tend to want what doesn't actually belong to us. It's this seal that caused God to want to vindicate those who were faithful to him, Moses and Aaron, but it's also his zeal that caused him to come up for a rescue plan for us. He wants us to have a proper perspective and wants the things that are best for us. But most of all, he wants us. He wants us as his creation to live our lives dedicated to him because he knows that it's what's best for us. That's why he sent the Messiah to come and die in our place for all of our misplaced and wrongly directed jealousy, for all our envy, but also for all our hatred, greed, perversion, malice. God made us and wants us. That's why Messiah came. God, like a lover, was rightly jealous for us, his bride, and I'm thankful that he was. Before we finish, let's take one last look at Korah and his family. It's interesting to note that not all of Korah's family participated in the mutiny. As we learn later from Divrei Yamim Aleph, 1st Chronicles, one of his descendants was no less than Shmuel Navi, the prophet Samuel. Also, Korah's sons wrote a number of songs in the book of Tehillim, and some of them even served as singers in David's choir. It seems that not all of the family were jealous like Korah. So what do you do when the green-eyed monster rears its ugly head? Have you messed up your life through allowing jealousy to get the better of you, whether it was justified or not? Then come to the jealous God and allow him to turn your jealousy into joy because you are loved and accepted by the only being that truly matters. Don't be like Korah who couldn't see the bigger picture and accept the truth, but come to the God who loves you enough to let his son die in your place. Don't be jealous of the peace and freedom that others have who've discovered him. Come and experience it yourself. Why wouldn't you? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our Parashah Espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.